When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Another sad night here in the land of the Phoenix Suns, but we appreciate you being here with us for the PHNX Suns postgame show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman and Espo. Hopefully Gerald Borgay will be joining us from the Footprint Center here shortly. make it to Gerald. I mean, I don't know if we're going to make it to Gerald. Another loss, another night. The Phoenix Suns have officially moved to 20 and 20 on the season after falling to the Miami Heat 104 to 96. Black hole sun. <laughs> I've just, I've, 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 just show how I'm feeling, Emma. <laughs> just show the people how I'm feeling, please. I mean, just let's just show them. Just <laughs> sitting here reading the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. It's a if for those of you on the audio, it's a meme from uh from the House of Representatives today. But it was it was a solid meme. I do I appreciate uh the pun. I thought it was kind of funny tonight. That was probably the best content of the night, was just like seeing how people were watching both game I'm gonna call them games, right? Obviously yeah. not games, but both programs at the same time. <laughs> Making memes into Suns memes out of it. At least there was some humor there. Somehow, C-SPAN was more entertaining than ESPN tonight. At least for a moment in time. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know, you guys. This is just a bummer all around. But let's get things yeah. started by looking inside the box. Let's do What's it. in the box? Yeah, it's one major injury to zero. There yeah. wasn't. Uh, Suns lost 104-96, and there just wasn't a lot uh, from a stat perspective to look at. But there was another injury for the Suns tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't even know if I call it major at this point. It's almost. It's almost expected injuries oh. at this point because there's so many of them. You know. Yeah, I know how you feel. It so never stops. Chris Paul left tonight's game in the second quarter and did not return due to what the Suns are calling. Right hip soreness. Does this on a one to ten? We're just gonna one to ten. How nervous are you that Chris Paul's gonna miss significant time? Meaning five or more games? Uh I'm gonna say like a two because okay. I I'm I'm past the point of him. Um yeah, I again I, I just don't think he's the point guard that that he has been and and that's it. So it's not it's not it's a big deal, but it's not the biggest deal. I mean, you've been playing better as of late, but anytime an old man hurts his hip, you got to be concerned. So it's all that fast walking. I just that I, commercial makes it so much worse. It makes it really bad. It makes it so much worse. <laughs> but look, you can't. I, I get that Chris Paul isn't that Chris Paul right now, and probably won't be. But right now, as as we're doing this, the Suns are now tied for ninth in the West. Half a game up on the Jazz for 10th in the West. And Minnesota is only one game back of the Suns. So losing anybody right now makes it significantly worse because your margin for error has become nothing. Well, I would say, I would argue it was nothing before. You know, I was, um, you know, it, with with Chris Paul specifically, when he's, they were one and seven with him. 
in the last eight. So it, it's like, yeah, but he was looking good the other night. Yeah, he was looking fantastic against uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and but unfortunately, he 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 was gassed the last six minutes, and he was a non-factor. You know, and yeah. but listen, this team is not a very good team. They need other people to step up. It's not really Chris Paul's responsibility at this point to 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 step up his game. He can do everything he needs to do without having to be a scoring factor. Um, to get everybody else involved, and he does. But the problem is, is that everybody else is not raising the level of their game, and this team is falling apart because of it. That yeah. that's been the that's been the argument this whole time. Okay, but since he came back from injury, sixteen point average, eight assists, one point three steals, was shooting forty four percent from three. You're now losing that on top of what you've already lost, and you're going to replace it with Dwayne Washington Jr., which I know. You're infatuated with Saul, but tonight he showed in extended minutes that he's not efficient, and now he's going to be your starting point guard in all likelihood uh, come Sunday. This isn't good. This is going to get significantly worse without Chris Paul, and you don't have the luxury of sliding anymore in terms of the standings or in the way you're playing. What's going to happen? Not to make jokes, but I think we need to be more specific with the manifestations that we're asking for because we asked for more yeah. Dwayne Washington Jr. Maybe we should have been more specific in what way we get more Dwayne Washington Jr. minutes. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play great tonight. <laughs> he didn't. He he didn't. You know, and, and you know, I clamored. I was one of the ones that. To, to clamor for D Wash to get some more minutes. I did I don't want him to be the starting point guard. Right. And I don't even want him to be the backup point guard. I, I more just want him to be a gun off the bench. But um, you know, hey, when you're in desperation mode and all you have is Landry Shamit and 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 Dwayne Washington, he's gonna get some burn because there's nobody else left. I love you, bad, but you are totally underselling how poorly he played tonight. He shot twenty seven percent from the field. Yeah, he wasn't good. He was uh... awful. You know, he's, he was bad tonight, and now you're looking at at least a foreseeable future where he will be playing 30 to 35 minutes as your starting point guard. But listen, as much as he was terrible tonight, at least we get to see what we got. After, if Chris Paul misses nothing. a stretch of games, you're going to have to rely on Dwayne Washington Jr. because how many other ball handlers do you really have at your disposal right now? Not many. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see the answers that we've been asking this whole time. We're going to get an answer to it. Yeah. Or I the question think, we've been asking this I, whole time. I don't think we're going to like the answer we're about to get. But at least we get the answer. Yeah. I mean. At least we're not going to sit here in two I mean, weeks and be like, I mean, what about Dwayne Washington like Jr.? The, the guy got more minutes than, than expected. He comes in and he's basically having to surplant. Um, whether you want to say campaign or Chris Paul, it doesn't really matter at this point. They're both gone. So, you know, Landry Shaman and him are trying to carry the, the, the weight of, of running this offense. Like that's not the easiest position to put yourself in. And I think the more and more minutes he gets, the more comfortable he's going to be out there. Like as, as either a starter or playing significant minutes, because I'm telling you this right now, there's a big difference between playing like two or three or four minute bursts. Then there is like playing an entire quarter going into the second quarter and then third and fourth. And like now all of a sudden you just play 25, 30 minutes and your body just ain't used to it because you never have to do it. I get it. I just I want to be consistent when we call a player for having a bad game when it's Chris Paul. And then he this guy comes in, backs him up, shoots 27 percent. And we want to act like, well, you know, it's not that bad. No, it was shit nobody. Tonight. Nobody even came close to saying it wasn't that bad. I said he was bad tonight. He was not good. Like, I don't know what we're saying. I think here. the expectations for each of them are also oh, drastically different. But this like, is a guy shooting 39% for the season. Don't expect a lot moving forward either. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. We Honestly, our expectations probably need to be lowered I mean, moving forward. I'm not with blaming everybody. Dwayne Washington for this loss. Let's I mean, make that very clear. Yeah, I know, but but at the same time, like, okay, well, we don't have any other options, you know, and and – and this is where we're at. This is who we got to play. I, unless they sign Kemba Walker off the street or Isaiah Thomas somehow, like there are no other options. You are stuck with what you have. There is no G League to pull from. You are completely effed right now. Icon. DW shot shot so badly that Monty would drop a game-winning shot for him. <laughs> Somebody else said 27% would have been a hot December for Mikhail. <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, we got to laugh right now. Like, I mean, there's I mean, really, you got to, you got to, whatever your coping mechanism is, tap into it. Mine is humor and poking fun of things. So that's what we're going to do. And also trying to find the positive, but that's a trauma response. Um, <laughs> but we've, we're talking about injuries and we also got this little nugget out of tonight's game. So Dwayne Rankin, who was on the road uh, when the Suns were on a road trip, tweeted out, when you attack the paint, it tests not only strength, but conditioning and legs. For Bridges, it's a totally different game than catch and shoot threes, which at the time that Dwayne Rankin had tweeted this out, he was 0 for 5 from the field. Then Dwayne added in, plus, he's been playing through something. Wrap on right knee in pregame had ice on it in Cleveland. So, Clearly, Mikel Bridges is not 100%. If he's not 100%, then what the fuck is the difference between his bad knee and campaign's, you know, tender foot? Like, they should both be on the bench. Absolutely. They should cool. both be on the bench. What What are you trying to prove right now? Like, it, it, Mikel's not helping save games for you. He's clearly going through something. Sit his ass and let him get healthy. Fuck the streak. What well, does the streak even matter? I agree. And you're doing him a complete disservice by not mm-hmm. at least putting him on the injured list saying, hey, he is injured. He's taking all sorts of strays from everybody right now because he's playing so poorly. If he's injured, say he's injured because you're just making him look bad right now if you're not. What what poker game are you playing if you're hiding that Mikhail is banged up right now? I mean, it's just dumb. Not only that, but like if you already know the odds of you winning the next handful of games being that you're without Devin Booker, you're without Cam Johnson, you're without Cam Payne, maybe now without Chris Paul, what harm does it do to sit Mikel Bridges for a few games and give him a break you're already likely going to lose those games that it, as it is and as our very own Gerald Borgay tw- uh, noted on Twitter tonight Mikel Bridges ranks second in the NBA in minutes and leads the league in miles traveled this season too much yeah too much for a but, guy who's clearly going through something but that's you're gonna make it worse that's um, I I get that Mikhail Bridges wants to be out there, right? But guess what? You're the adult in the room, Monty. You choose who plays and who doesn't. Mikhail Bridges can't check himself into a game. So at some point, you've got to sit and just say, look, I'm either playing you hardly any, like I'll play you 20 minutes uh, and let you get some rest that way, or I'm not playing you at all. Yeah. And I don't I don't care if he wants the streak to continue. Uh, it's it does you no good, and it does him no good. Yeah, we're we're playing with fire. Mm-hmm. You're playing with fire because oftentimes when guys start favoring things or start you know trying to play through things, there's another aspect. Of, Listen, this isn't the playoffs. Like this, there's no courage in trying to make it to game 41. Like there's there's just <laughs> no point to it. Like go sit your ass down, get some freaking treatment, get back to healthy, and then come back. Because listen, I think we're getting we're getting very close to the point right now where basically you better freaking go like ninety percent in the remaining games you have with Devin Booker and Cam Johnson because you ain't gonna make the playoffs otherwise. We're flirting dangerously close with no playoffs as opposed to a, even a play in game right now. Yeah, which is crazy to think. Can it so- really is. Crazy to think that. Can somebody let Monty Williams know that that regular season most wins trophies is out of reach and it's okay to let Mikhail sit? <laughs> like. Yeah, because as impressive as it is, and like if it means that much to Mikhail, then put him in there for two minutes, six minutes, whatever, until you get your first time out and then take him out. Yeah. If it means that much to him, but don't, don't risk it. Yeah. Because God forbid, knock on wood, touch metal, whatever your thing is, God forbid you try and ride out this stretch of games without all of those players that I just mentioned, utilizing Mikel in the same way that you have, and then you get one of them back, but Mikel goes down. Now you've just shot yourself in the foot because yeah. when you're everyone's talking about, oh, if we get healthy, we can still yada, yada, yada. Yeah, well, if you injure another player, then you're screwed either way. Yeah, I... <laughs> I just I I don't understand the thinking right now in in any way. Like I, I really don't. But I, I'll say one positive thing here: if there were ever an NBA season where a team would go like forty-one and forty-one 
and win a title, <laughs> it's this one because the NBA seems like it's drunk right now. There's all sorts of weird ass shit happening. I, you know, you had, I think it was Charlotte was up like 30 after the first quarter on the Bucks tonight. There's all sorts of bizarre things. So just get in and maybe something falls your way in a weird season like this. But at this point, that's the only saving grace right now yeah. in the season is that the fact that, you know, even at the 10 spot, there's still only five games out of first. Like, mm -hmm. it's just a real wonky kind of season. And you got to find your way through it. Everybody else did when they were going through injuries and COVID and all this other stuff. Yeah. You guys, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of, you know, skipped that step of, uh, you know, getting hit with the injury bug. And now it's come in a really, really big way. And you got to be ready to go. It's almost like it's making up for lost time, yeah. which is really rude. Yeah. You want to know something crazy, though, how bizarre this season is? There's only two teams that are undefeated in their division this season, the Boston Celtics and the Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah, we haven't <laughs> lost to the Clippers, Warriors, nope. Kings. The, they're 7-0 in the, oh, in the crazy. Pacific Division. Lakers, wow, that's nuts. We got a super chat from Trevor. Trevor, thank you for your super chat. They said, Mikel needs to stop with the streak. Can tell he's not the same player. He needs to realize he needs to rest if he is hurt. He lacks his quickness. Yeah, 100% agree. And we've seen this is not this isn't like over just this road trip. This has been a hot minute now for Mikel. Yeah. So if it initially started because of an injury or just some sort of soreness or whatever that he's trying to play through, and it has been now a month of this, again, it's it's so unnecessary it's, uh, right the, now specifically. It, it looked like it might have been that hyperextension that he had a, a month ago. Mm -hmm. It was that leg, and maybe he just has never fully recovered from that. Well, and look, I don't hold it against Mikhail wanting to play. He looks, he goes, all these teammates are out. I don't want to be one of those guys. I'm good enough, but that's still the training staff and Monty that need to say, you don't have to be that guy. Take a few days. We're better off if you're 100% rather than trying to go out there at 75, 80. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't hold it against him, but somebody's got to stop him if he's actually hurt and sit him for a while. Um, can, can, can I address something in the chat real quick? Yeah. So, I, listen, I, I know some of you guys are new to the fact that we might not be good this year and we might end up in the lottery, uh, but I want to say this. There's almost virtually a 0% chance that we're going to get the top pick. And that's the only way we can get Wimbayama. So uh, we got to stop saying tank for Wimbayama because it ain't going to happen. Yeah, you're right now you are uh, nine and a half games back of the Rockets for worst record in the West and even more from the Detroit Pistons in the East. You're not, you're not going to wind up falling back enough to to do that and the only way like we talked about that you'd even remotely consider that is if Devin Booker is out for you know until middle of March or something uh, otherwise you don't do that to a guy like Book you give him every chance you can uh, when he gets back so um somebody in the chat Isla or Ela I'm not totally sure how to pronounce it they said why is everyone convinced that Bridges cares about this streak source um, Mikel Bridges has said it multiple well, times that he's proud of it and that like it's cool. I mean, he hasn't well, said that I care about it in the sense of like, I'm not going to uh, miss games if I'm injured or something like that. But like he always talks positively about it when he's asked about it. Well, and the the eye test, he's out there playing like this. There's something that's motivating to do it, whether it's the streak or just not wanting to let teammates down when there's so many guys injured. Either way, it's detrimental to himself and the team if he's not fully healthy at this point. I mean, Imani's been very complimentary of it as well. So you know they're all aware of it. They've talked about it. It's it's a thing. So I'm not saying that he... It's, it's not his number one driving force by any means. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely something that you're at least aware of and taking note of. Uh, Joshua in the chat says, are we missing Aaron Nelson? What did his staff do differently? I mean, there's, I think that could be some of it. I don't want, I, I don't know this training staff well enough to pass any, any judgment on them, but Aaron Nelson and his staff were one of the premier groups in the NBA. And he, uh, he's in new Orleans now and has helped rehabilitate 
uh, you know, uh, Zion there. And but injuries happen. None of these, except for rushing guys back, and, and in the case of Devin Booker in particular, I don't know that there's anything that this training staff is is or isn't doing that's being causing these injuries. I mean, I think that's that's a pretty big jump. I think we've just been very spoiled to not have a lot of these major injuries pile up all at the same time over the last couple of years, and it makes you forget that this is part of, of the NBA. Yeah, we've kind of been spoiled, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we did deal with injuries last year, but we kind of have been spoiled as far as not having – major issues on that front yeah Yeah. and we 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 didn't deal like uh, we didn't deal with injuries like this this is it seems like every game somebody i mean honestly like between us and the cardinals i don't i don't know what the hell's going on in the valley but everybody's getting hurt so hide your players right now (laughs) because nobody's safe all right so as much as it sucks to lose another game i will say I'm kind of surprised that the Suns, without Chris Paul, like how depleting that is, and then, of course, just losing him in general, were able to stay in this game for a good portion of it. I mean, I don't even – they cut the lead to certain points, but I never really felt like they were in the game. That, to be honest, since the first quarter, I felt like it was just no. – it was, it was basically over. No, the Heat let them back in. To like, I mean, the Heat shot 41% from percent from three. It wasn't as if – you were going against a world beater in that. I mean, this is another I team mean, that was struggling. So it doesn't surprise me that they gave up a 16-4 run in that third to let the Suns kind of back into it. But there was at no point I sat there and thought, yeah, the Suns are going to win this game or the Suns have a real good shot at winning this game. It was pr- it was pretty much, yeah, this is just the ebbs and flows of an NBA game. Yeah, I get that. There was no moment where it was like, oh, my God, the Suns are definitely going to pull this off or have a potential to pull it off. But um, being that the fact that the Suns were able to even take advantage of a run like that, considering shots haven't fallen for over a week straight now. And they had the game within five at the end of the third quarter. Like, listen, I know I'm grasping at straws here, okay? They didn't shoot well. But at least we scored more than 14 (laughs) points in the first quarter. Lowered expectations. Yeah, I I feel like you're basically that person in the squid game that fell off the cliff and was trying to grab the rope to save themselves. (laughs) Like, you're just trying to find anything to save you from dying. And that just ain't happening right now. They're not a very good team. Yep. There's nothing you can say differently that's going to change my <laughs> mind right now. Moral, moral victories are like appendixes. I, I have no, I have no use for it. All right, I don't want moral victories this season. I don't think at any point you're going to be able to convince me. Well, at least no, unless the box score says the Suns got the W at this point, I'm not gonna. I, I'm just not gonna grasp at these straws anymore. I didn't. I didn't think that it could get this bad. To be honest with you, I just this year. Yeah, I mean, one out, one out of their last nine, one and eight. It's just that's it's just not good. Yeah, five and straight. And it's and it's looking more and more bleak as we go by the day. Oh man, that's not good. To put it into perspective for you guys, not the positivity side <laughs> of things, how bad it actually is. That um, Bishnoff on Twitter sent out this tweet and said, Phoenix is now missing 65.6 points per game through injuries, which doesn't include Jay Crowder, who hasn't played all season. So doing the addition, right, of what book Chris Paul, Cam Johnson, and campaign are averaging this season, 65.6 points per game. No wonder we could barely get over 100 points these days. I mean, I get it. I understand, but... You still got to play these games, and it's like at some point you have to make a roster move. You have to do something. Right now it's just, all right, we're going to sit here and hope we get a different result every time, and it's just not happening. And I, I there's nothing else that you can do at this point. You make a roster move or you sit here and you accept that, in, you know, for the next two weeks minimum with Booker out, you're going to take a beating. Yeah, well, buckle up, y'all, because we are in for we're in for a stretch, that's for sure. Um, but you know what can help with that? Uh more furniture. 
Four Peaks and yes. Good Friends. Yes. And those two things are combined next Friday at our inaugural PHNX Tea Party. We're going to have Four Peaks. We're going to have fun times with good friends. We can all get drunk and commiserate together. If I don't have good friends, do I just double up on the Four Peaks? Is that what I need to do? <laughs> yes, exactly. No offense. So. Actually, I, I think you just don't show up. Well, I can't be the sons. I have to show up. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. Next Friday, the 13th, we are going to be taking over Dobson Ranch Golf Course, and it's presented by Four Peaks. So our friends will be out there with us as well, and we want you guys to come hang out with us. So not only is there unlimited uh, range usage out at the Dobson Ranch Golf Course, but we're also hosting a watch party for the Suns and Timberwolves games that night. We'll be doing our shows out there as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. Outside of golf and Suns, we also have contests and prizes and different challenges that you guys can participate in. We'll have heaters, hot chocolate, food, drinks, all the things. Also, if you've got kids, kids 10 and under are going to have a free clinic that's being provided for them. And you're also going to get a free hour of range time and golf balls at Dobson Ranch to be used at a later date, which is a $35 value. So we want you guys to come hang out with us. $36 per person, $120 per foursome. Put it in your calendar One next Friday. Today, let's go. Next uh -huh. Friday, 5.30 p.m. Come hang out with us. Oh, Chris is so nice. In the chat, she said... I'll call a ceasefire for Friday. Yes, there you go. So, so, so now I you have, have one have person that You've will treat me nicely. Yes. All right. The link to get your tickets is in the description of this show. So check it out. Make sure you sign up and come hang out with us. This is my favorite part of the show lately. Are we doing it's, shots? It's the DraftKings. Oh. <laughs> Uh, look oh, back yeah. at our bets in the pregame show. So fantastic. Uh, I'm really upset that Espo hit his bet tonight because it was, <laughs> what, a plus 340, 430, something yeah. like that? Yeah, we'll see. Three forty. A plus yeah, 340, yes. which is a solid uh, pickup. I uh, had Chris Paul under eight and a half assists tonight at a plus 105. I hate injuries, but it helped on my bet. I'll tell you that. I the fact I got so lucky. I'm just gonna admit this. Like, there's no reason that DA should have snuck past Bam there in the final few minutes, but he did. So I'll take the W. I almost uh I almost took Chris Paul first first bucket tonight at plus twelve hundred and backed off at the very last second. And that would have put me in the lead here. And I'm very mad it, I didn't. Yeah, do that it. would have completely like you would have jumped leaps and bounds over us. I I'm just so shocked that Chris Paul made the first bucket because one, when does Chris Paul rarely ever like shoot in the first quarter, let alone the first possession? Like, no wonder that one was a plus 1200. But uh, Saul, unfortunately, your bet did not hit tonight, even though we were all pulling for you in the pregame show. We yeah. all picked the Suns to win. Yeah, it was. Listen, I had a lot of faith in the guys and they uh, they let me down. He actually Which, lost two bets. Yeah, it's a side bet because yeah. we made a side bet in the pregame <laughs> I mean, show. If Chris Paul had eight assists in the first half, I would buy Saul lunch, and if he didn't, Saul would buy me lunch. So and then he got hurt at the end of the first quarter. And that yeah, was that. and so I get I not get like lunch. he was burning the house down anyway with his assists. He wasn't. He, <laughs> he had, had one. one so. He had one. Yeah. So what's the <sighs> leaderboard look like, Emma? All right, Saul minus 30, Lindsay plus 61, Espo plus 22. Back in the green, baby. All right. Well, we'll see how this all plays out for the rest of the well, year. I'm taking the lead on Sunday. You think so? I'm back to my Espo's rolling the dice. I'm not playing this conservative bullshit. I'm going all in. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that lead on Sunday. Okay, whatever you say. That's Can funny. I make a prediction for Sunday? Yes. He's gonna go so fucking big, and it's just gonna drop. Saul's gonna make a smart bet, and it's gonna hit. Lindsay's gonna make a smart bet, and it's gonna hit. Love you, Espo. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna go I love throw you. a shade. You're, but I I know how you think. Emma, Emma, I appreciate you, but now I'm really hoping Jacob's kid comes Sunday during that game, so you're running back and forth. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you guys want to get in on the action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, make sure you download it right now and sign up with that promo code PHNX because when you use that promo code, you can place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code PHNX. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Our DraftKings king of the game tonight 
is going to go to, drumroll please, Tori Craig. He finished with 17 points, which matched his season high. Nine rebounds. He was 7 of 11 from the field. Unfortunately, Tori Craig did not score any additional points in the fourth quarter. He played 10 minutes of that and had a big old goose egg in that quarter. But he did play. He did. He did play really well tonight, at least in the first three quarters. He did. He was he was the spark that kept the Suns going. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't enough. Well, and Emma, the intern, did great crown placement. So, <laughs> did you, you ha- just call her the intern? Uh-huh. I, I'm taking I'm taking hellos uh, hellos advice. Says Espo is going to make Emma an intern again. Congratulations, <laughs> Emma! You are the head production intern right now. Oh so. my gosh! Absolutely insane. We're punitive here, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing the best that we can. We're doing the best that we can. All right. We do have a a couple super chats here. Um, Icon? Okay. Oh, thank you. Can we talk about that challenge they upheld? Oh, the Oladipo duck, I assume? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that shouldn't have been a foul, but I mean... You're talking about a fraction of an inch, and you can see the un- the underside or whatever. So I can yeah. kind of see why they went it, went it with it, but yeah, it was it was a soft call. It, it did look like Tori's er, Tori's thumb hit something. Originally, I thought it didn't touch anything. I'm pretty sure it hit the ball, but you couldn't really tell. Mm. There was some contact, so I guess when you go there, you can't overturn it without conclusive proof, yeah. and they just didn't have 100 percent conclusive proof. Yeah. So. A tough spot. It is. Um, going back just a quick second, Mike B said, I don't care what y'all think about Craig. My guy works, man, buying a jersey, but waiting before trade deadline. LOL. <laughs> I mean, you can't that's a trade him at the deadline this year. You got to require him, right? <laughs> I think he meant waiting after the trade oh. deadline. Yeah, until buying the jersey. He's gotcha. going to wait. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not the worst play in the it's world. It's not. But <laughs> also, listen, like, we, as much as you, like, we can criticize Tory Craig when he has bad games and when he He's not playing well. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, like he's not supposed to be playing this position for this team. He's not supposed to be playing this many minutes. He's not supposed to be carrying this heavy of a load. And he's doing the best that he can. I mean, he is putting up career numbers despite all of this. What was it? Let me look. Hold on. Let me find this. Torrey Craig is he's shooting a career best uh, prior to tonight's game anyway, uh, career best 38.9% from three point range this season. He's also averaging a career high 5.4 rebounds. So like is yes, you could do the stats in the eye test type of thing here. Right. Cause we talked about mm-hmm. this with Mikel Bridges the other day too, because it's such a weird situation, but like he's trying, you can't say he's not trying. Look, I, if you are sitting here thinking that Tory Craig is somehow the problem going on with the Phoenix Suns, I recommend you open your eyes a little bit wider because this isn't the reason that the Phoenix Suns are struggling right now. The guy does hustle his ass off. He had a he had a streak here where it was rough. And I agreed that they should have put him back to the bench and let him play the role he does. But he's not the reason that they're not winning. And tonight, uh, again, played solid, and he's not the reason that they lost. Yeah. Listen, Torrey Craig is usually a bright spot in the games because of his energy. Um, he's he's not a focal point, and he should not be a focal point. Like he's going to give you extra um, uh, attempts at the basket because of the hustle that he gets on the offensive boards. He's going to give you the the hustle plays on the floor. Like he's got some some really good intangibles that he that he plays the game at a, at a very high and intelligent level. Um, so it's it Tory is. I mean, the, the toy slander is like, whatever it's, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me because he's, he's not supposed to be a key cog of your team. No. The key cogs are the, what's failing this team. I, I mean, Vince, one of the girls like says, Tori is not the problem, but he's also not the answer. Yeah. And the problem is you don't have an answer. <laughs> so you're doing whatever you can right now. And, and at least Tori, even in the games, he's not playing well offensively went out there and tried to, try to sh- put heart and hustle. It's not an excuse for, for the way they're playing, but I just don't think you can put any of the blame on Tory Craig. All right. So now that we got that out of the way, a couple more <laughs> super chats, uh, one from Trevor. Thank you, Trevor, again, for your second super chat of the night said sucks to say that we are starting to look like a team. The league sees and says, that's a game we can get back on track if they're losing as well. 
right now, yeah. Yeah. We we're we're the team that another team can get a bounce back win from mm-hmm. right now. Absolutely. That's like, rough. That, that's what we are right now. I'm that was mean, Trevor. I <laughs> I really am starting to have those vibes back in the dark from back in the dark days. The 2016, 17 kind of like right now we're seeing we're gonna have a third string level point guard starting in all likelihood on Sunday. Uh you are seeing young guys underperform to what you expected. Like it's just I didn't think we would wind up back here and definitely did not think we'd wind up back here as fast as we have. At least there's hope. There are uh, you know the Devin Booker and and Cam Johnson coming back, but man, it's rough. Mm-hmm. It's rough. I feel sorry for the Coyotes who have been doing a show after this kind of a game, uh, you know, for two years now. I'm not there yet. I don't have that level of despair simply because I feel like there's so much parity in the West right now um, that you're going to have a chance to if if you can just get a couple wins to get, get your mojo back, then then you're going to be okay. Like, you're going to be fine. So I think this year, if you get to 45 wins, you're – well, you're definitely going to make the playoffs, but I, you might even be flirting with that six spot. So it's just such a weird year. It really is. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. The Pistons pull off of crazy-ass buzzer beater against the Warriors the other night when the Warriors had won, like, five in a row, and they were hot. Like, it's just – Nothing makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, and to those that are saying blow it up, that's probably not even a possibility right now no, because your not. hands are tied yep. in terms of any deals you can make because mm-hmm. of the server thing. This could potentially be the weirdest season we've experienced based on expectations that have tanked, based on ownerships changing, but it's not going to be fast enough. And now you're being held hostage because of it. There, This is just one of the more bizarre experiences as a Suns fan and I thought we had seen about as weird as it could ever get here yeah and now we we've met new levels I don't even know how to explain it I think it got heightened though too because we allowed ourselves as fans to get to what it was money saying not or what is it happy on the farm Mm -hmm. we allowed ourselves to get a little too happy on the farm we went from zero to 100 real quick as a fan base. <laughs> yeah. Like there was no gradual growth no. into being a good team. And I think because it was such a quick transition, we just got so caught up in the whirlwind mm-hmm. of finally not being at the bottom of the barrel. So this struggle feels way worse because it just was like, wait, hold on, literally Two seconds ago, we were at the top. Well, it it almost feels like as quick as it came, it left. It's, it's left as yeah. as fast. You know, what I mean, like this is. I mean, think about it. I, I, on Christmas Day, you know, it looked like the Suns could potentially beat the Nuggets, and you know everything was going to be right again because they had beat the Grizzlies, and now like they're feeling good. Like, and now we're we're sitting here, and they've lost you know eight out of their last nine, and you're wondering. Man, has is is the sky falling? Like, is it legit falling right now? And mm-hmm. it feels like it kind of is. Um, you know, we have we have two hopes right now, and I keep I've said it already like four or five times: the parity in the West, and the hope that Devin Booker and Mikhail or uh, and Cam Johnson can come back and kind of right the ship to a degree to where um, you know we elevate again. Because right mm-hmm. now everything just looks really really bleak in terms of not only the team play, but also the moves that you could possibly make and how handcuffed you may or may not be there. Um, the, the, the salaries that you still owe these guys moving forward, like not ideal. Yeah. I, I feel like we're kind of like that person that has nothing wins the lottery and then somehow, and then loses all all that, (laughs) spends all that in two years and wonders, how did I wind up right back here? Uh, we got really, really excited, and then we've we've bottomed out again. I want to give a shout out to to Mike B in the chat. Uh, Mike uh, saw this. Uh, know you're going through some stuff yourself, but he said, uh, "You guys keep it real. We don't always have to donate for you guys to read our posts. PHNX is always legit. You guys seem to get to get. That's why you are so easy to love. Thank you." 
We appreciate you too, yeah, Mike thanks, B. Mike. Yeah. Even even if this gets tougher, we're going to be here. We're going to be here through yeah. it and to help you out. So. If you're not familiar with our brand of losing, um, go check out the Coyotes. Go check out the Sun Devils because they always lose to the Wildcats. Wow. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Um, go check out the D-backs. Um, like, listen. Like, those we should go to any show. Those, any show the Cardinals. Go check it out. Basically, everybody until this one. Yeah. Like, like we, we are going to do our damnedest to make these shows fun, despite the fact that maybe these games are not fun to watch. But we're all going to be here together in misery. And that's a beautiful thing. Yes. All right, so we do have a couple uh, additional topics from the chat that I want to get into. But first, let me tell you about our friends over at More Furniture. They are fantastic. They helped us set up our office here at PHNX. They hooked us up with an amazing viewing area with these awesome lounge recliner things. I don't even know what they're like would be considered because they're recliners. They also have um, like... A little like light cup thingy. holder, a table. No, like a light, a table, a it's, charging it's, plug. It's home theater seating. It's there you go. That's I was like, it's more than just a recliner. A recliner doesn't do these chairs justice. They also have tables, coffee tables, mm. bookshelves, anything that you guys could use, whether it's for your home or an office space. If you guys are in the market for some new furniture, check out more furniture. You can save big on the best furniture in the valley. When you head to morefurniture.com, that's M-O-R furniture.com. And um, I want to tell you about our friends over at Octane Raceway. Uh, I, I've i had a lot of fun there. I know we did it as a company. Their racetrack is one of the cooler ones I've done in go-karting. Mm-hmm. You start inside. You wind up kind of in an outside area. You go back around. It's a, It's a hell of a time out there at Octane Raceway, and I recommend you go out there for some family fun. Uh, you'll you'll love it out there at Octane. Uh, I took my nephews out there when they were here in town, and it was a lot, a, a great time, and they got some great daily specials. If you're out there yeah. on a Monday, $15 fun pass, you can't can't go wrong with that. Fifty or $50, 50% off Taco Trios. I think fifty. <laughs> those those better be some bomb ass They're tacos. gold tacos. You're getting $50 <laughs> off. No, not guaranteed to be gold tacos. You're getting 50% off on Tuesdays. <laughs> Winning Wednesdays with half price arcade games uh, and, and all sorts of great stuff throughout the week. So check them out. We're excited to welcome them and Mavericks to our PHNX family. Uh, you've seen the fun our crew has had out there. Now you should go check it out yourself. And it's uh, it's right up there on the 101. Easy to find, easy to get to from anywhere in the Valley. And lastly, I know we're not living in a fantasy land over here anymore, but you can still have a heck of a lot of fun on the Underdog Fantasy app. They do daily sports differently. It is so simple to have fun and potentially Mm -hmm. win a whole bunch of money on the Underdog Fantasy app. Uh, You can check it out by going to underdogfantasy.com or by downloading the app. And right now, if you sign up with the promo code PHNX, Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. So you could get some free money from Underdog to play on the Underdog Fantasy app. This app is great because, one, you can play by yourself. Two, you can get a group of friends together and have them come join you on the app. You guys can play for one single day if that's all you can get your friends to commit to. Or you can do the whole <laughs> and, week. And, How should you your friends and, if you can only get them to commit to one day? That's but exactly that's what thing, happened tonight. That's you the won, thing, right? though, right? Yeah, I absolutely dominated the Coyotes crew in fantasy tonight. Just... Fantasy hockey, right? Fantasy hockey. (laughs) I didn't even know who the hell I was picking. I was like, I'm going to take these four dudes, and I demolished them all. How much you take from them? Easy money. Like 20 bucks. Nice. Hey, it's 20. You didn't have to start before. See, so even if you don't even know the players you're drafting, you can still potentially win a whole bunch of money on the Underdog Fantasy app. So make sure you guys check it out once again. All right. So a couple more things from the chat. Logan sent us a super chat and said, what's next for the Suns? More well, games. Logan, <laughs> it's ten day season, y'all. Oh gosh, are we are we gonna dive <laughs> down this here. rabbit hole? It's ten day season, I y'all. To- I told you it's 2016, 17 all over again. What point guard can we get on a ten day? Listen, oh, I'm just saying. So Espo had tweeted out this article today that kind of broke down ten day contracts, who can use them, how they can be used, and then it pointed out 
some NBA veterans and some G League players that might be on some people's radar. Uh, we got Carmelo Anthony in the NBA veterans column, right? Carmelo Anthony, DeMarcus Cousins, Isaiah Thomas, Hassan Whiteside, and then Saul, as you mentioned, Kemba Walker, who is also now available. Any of those? A, a literal poo-poo platter of what we're looking at now. Look. But could it be oh, helpful? Wait, 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 Listen, listen. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Like, okay. I, I guess I'm, I caught flack on another pod for, for talking shit about Shamit. Okay, cool. He had two good games in his entire Phoenix Sun career. I don't care. We need somebody that can play, that can actually put the ball in the hoop. There's one guy out there in Carmelo that can do it. Now, he's a if, – if Chris Paul is a cone, then my man is a sequoia in the forest not moving a damn bit, right? Like – we get that. That's fine. But I mean, you got you got to take a flyer on somebody because they don't have anybody else. Hey, uh, they're they're about to be like the UConn women's basketball team and not ha even have enough players to play, which did happen tonight. It did. It did. <laughs> wow. They had to suspend. They had to postpone their game because they're not going to have enough players because wow, they're all injured. Uh, look, we've talked about Carmelo. Sure, great. Take a flyer at this point. Any points are good points, I guess. Uh. I don't need to see Isaiah Thomas back here, uh, you know, at 5'9", trying to score at will and failing miserably. Like, Shaq Harrison, great. Been there, done that, got the shirt. Bring don't, him back. Don't need it Bring again. Bring him home, baby. I'd rather have Shaq Harrison, Jalen LeCue, Isaiah God. Thomas, add them all to the list. Let's go. I, I would rather have Shaq <laughs> than Shaq Harrison, all right? I, I, heck. Ellie Okobo, where he's at? Where's Steve he at? Nash is unemployed Let's right now. Go. How Bring about him bringing back. it on a 10 day? Ellie Okobo is playing overseas where his ass needs to stay. Dragon Bender, what he about him? Does not belong in the NBA. Is uh, Josh Jackson anywhere? Let's bring him in. I think he is somewhere, right? I think he's in Detroit. Yeah. yeah. No, I no, he's did, not there no, anymore. They didn't him. I don't look. Honestly, we're at the point where this is what's giving us hope. Oh, Hello, ooh. gets it. No. Jamal Crawford, baby. Oh yes. hundred percent. Bring back Jamal Crawford. He's got that TNT money now. He doesn't need You're us. You're thinking with your heart, not your head. Well, you know what? When we lose, that's what you're supposed to do. The only way that you can get through a losing streak, continuing to watch this team as they lose, is by thinking with your heart. Because if you thought with your head, you'd turn the game off. Lindsay, I don't have a heart. So what am I supposed to you're do? You're lying. You do for the Suns. <laughs> you got a soft spot for the Suns. No, they've ripped it out and stomped on it far too many times. So we're talking now. People are like Eric Bledsoe, Dwight Howard, Mike James, <laughs> Ife Lundberg. I'm Mike oh James. God. Let's go. All of them. Oh, if I was gosh. drinking a beer, it would taste really bad right now. So, Zoran Dragic. No. Okay. Connor has a good I point. I want the dragon. Connor has a good point in the chat. Jalen LeCue, I want me some dunks. No. It would be exciting. Would it be? Okay. It would Baby be exciting. Did he, did he dunk one time the entire time you got any minutes here? I feel like a couple times. Are you sure? I don't know. Maybe I'm just I can't recall that at wrong, all. But I feel he like did a couple with the times. G League team. Yeah, he did. Yeah, with but the G now League he's team. better. He's he's got more um, game experience, time, experience, age. Yeah, uh, all I, the above. Hello, with the with the great comment here. Uh, Espo has a heart. He doesn't have a soul. That's right. I did sell it, and I'm getting very poor return on that sale. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I Lou thought, Amundsen, it, I thought it would be worth more. Killer, killer wreck. What? Uh, Euphoria. watched oh, Boris Dio back. Gracious. Uh, listen. Blake Griffin. <laughs> all I'm saying is, while yes, we are making jokes about all of this, the 10 day contract window is officially open. So it is something that the Suns could explore. Will they? At this point, I don't have faith that they'll do really anything, but they could. It's something. It's, there. it's something. Nothing and everything right now. <laughs> this is very true. Uh, oh, thank God. Are we ready, Emma? Emma? Are we ready? In the darkness, beyond the light, there. in the darkness, there shall only be one. That sounded so sad. Welcome <laughs> to Gerald Bourget, everybody. How's it going, guys? Why are you clapping? Because I feel like we needed sound effects. Yay, <laughs> Gerald. How are you? Hey, Gerald. Hey, guys. You how's get it going? It? There we go. Hey, <laughs> there we go. Gerald, thoughts on bringing Jalen LeCue back on a 10-day contract? Ready to go. Oh, 
Oh God, we're down bad right now, are we? Yeah. Oh yeah, Lindsay has Gerald. gone through the whole gamut of the last decade of everything bad about guards at, with the Phoenix Suns. Wow, Gerald. Who's, who's ready for chapter two of Mike James? Here we go. Yeah, that name yeah, was that brought up. up too. <laughs> we got Archie Goodwin. Oh, yeah. we, we're playing the hits here tonight, Gerald. Oh my oh, goodness. Dear God. Brandon Knight, let's go. I could use it. Hey, if for nothing else than a great dunk on him. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. All right, Gerald. Obviously, the one of the first things I got to ask you is about Chris Paul. I know that we don't like to trust updates around Chris Paul anymore, but did you get one? No, nothing other than the sore right hip that we got when he was initially ruled out for the rest of the game. Um, he wasn't in the locker room, even though we tried to tra track him down. Um, Monty said they're going to have to do their <laughs> he sped, sped walk out of the building. Um, that no, he couldn't do that. That might have reaggravated the injury. But oh, that's no. probably what um, caused the injury in the first place. <laughs> too many State Farm commercials. <laughs> um, but no, we we don't have an update. They're going to evaluate it. They're going to practice tomorrow. So hopefully, we'll have an update tomorrow. All right. What I'm about sorry. Mikhail Bridges? Yeah. So we did talk to Mikhail in the locker room. He was saying, "I'm fine. There's nothing going on with my body." Um, it's just me, you know, I'm, I'm the one that's struggling. It's just on me. It's nothing me. wrong with me. Uh -huh. Um, he's going to say that 10 times out of 10. I don't, we're never going to know the long and short of it until after the season is over probably. And we see them appear on another podcast, but, um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate because he is about as down as I've ever seen Mikhail Bridges. We've said that after a couple of the locker room interviews we've seen from him lately, uh, he knows that he's struggling, and he tried to make up for it tonight by getting to the line and battling through it. He did get there a career high ten times, but couldn't, you know, hit the broadside of a barn with his shot. So uh, it is something that the Suns need him to snap out of the funk that's been going on with him since December. Uh, I think fatigue is definitely playing a factor. He leads the league in miles traveled by three coming into tonight's game. He lead, he was second in the NBA in minutes played. He's got like over four hundred minutes more than the next closest Sun. They need to find a way to dial back his minutes or, God forbid, end the Ironman streak and give the guy a night off. Yeah, I, you know, when I watch Mikhail right now, it feels like everything technique and fundamental-wise is a little out of whack. Um, mm -hmm. His off-balance shooting, we've seen him shoot off-balance, especially in that in that mid-range game. Um, but these these particular jump shots just look like things are just a little – just a little bit off, right? That that right leg is trailing a little bit further behind than normal. He's not releasing his jump shot the same way he was releasing his jump shot in the first 10 games of the season. There's just a little uh, of everything right now. Uh, I, I'll, I'll go back to this. Are we in a situation right now from, from what you can see with this team that we're basically just holding on for dear life or at least trying to until Devin Booker and Cam Johnson come back? And will that even be enough by the time they do? It's a good question, and I think it's one that's looming overhead of everybody. We've talked to these guys about how difficult it is to stay the course. They always talk about never too high, never too low. But when you're losing like this, that is putting that mindset to the ultimate test. And you could tell from guys' responses, they're all kind of processing this losing skid differently. You know, Tory Craig was saying, yeah, that's all well and good, and we showed fight tonight, but that was a winnable game that we lost. Um, you know, you had guys like DA saying – you know, it, it's it's good that we're showing that fight and that we're staying together. That's the important thing. Um, so just kind of differing opinions on that. I, I honestly don't know. This team is 2-9 and nine without Devin Booker now, and you could honestly chalk it up to 2-10 and 10 because that Christmas Day game, he only played four minutes, and they lost that one without him too. They're not a very good team without Book, and, and part of it is there's so many reasons that we could go through. Another guy goes down now tonight. And you're looking ahead at the next couple of weeks, like their upcoming schedule is brutal. Uh, they got another road trip coming up after Sunday's home game. So it's not going to get any easier. I, I don't, I can't say that this team is going to have a shot. They have to find a way to scratch and claw their way to wins. And, and that's what they tried to do the last two games. You know, like I can't fault the effort in any way. The defense has gotten way better. They just can't put the ball in the hole right now. And it, it's, it's tough to watch. Gerald, can you please give me some positivity, anything <laughs> that you heard out there or saw out there? Because your girthlings have literally named every player 
that I watched from 2011 to 2016 when I worked for the team, and it's oh, so God. depressing. Uh, they're naming them all as 10-day options. I need something. Give me something. Shaq Harrison, Jamal come back. Crawford. Look, guys, it's all about perspective and managing your expectations because I know that falling to 500 after you started the season 15 and 6 feels terrible. Like, it, there's no way around it when you lose, what is it, 14 out of their last 19 games now. It feels bad. This is a team that we expected to be near the top of the Western Conference, contending for a title, um, and they're not right now. But at the same time, like, this team has already won more games this year than they did in, like, half of Devin Booker's first couple of seasons here. Like, this is not a terrible team. They're a terrible team right now. But if they get healthy, there will be a better team. They just have to find a way to hang on for dear life until they get there. I don't know if they can do that because right now everything points to no um but yeah i mean they're they're 500 they're not like 30 games below we've we've seen much worse than this and i know that this feels bad because of the heightened expectations for this group and that might make it even more frustrating than just a losing season where you know you're supposed to lose but this team is still fighting they are still trying they still deserve your fandom they just need to make some damn shots but that's what i'm saying like if you if you honestly don't know if it's possible, then what is it? What is the harm in a few ten days? What's the harm in using your fifteenth roster spot? How also, much worse can it be? I mean, the minute we mentioned Jamal Crawford, Lindsay uh, like just some lost of these it. things. No, I'm just some of these things. I'm joking, but for real though, like, what is the harm in? trying somebody else to just bring in a spark maybe somebody who's just not so down on themselves right now listen there's one guy that can control all that and that's james jones and he's just not gonna do it he's just not gonna do it i Uh, yeah i'm not wrong i I, yeah i i don't know i feel like it might depend on what we hear back from chris's hip injury because if it is something serious that even holds him out for a couple of weeks, it would be malpractice to not sign somebody, some guard who could come in and just be a body out there who can handle the ball. Like there are players out there. Uh, I'm not going all the way back to like 2016, 17 sons to find him, but like there are guys that you could bring in and you might have to, if Chris Paul's out, you could tell Dwayne Washington, we talked to him in the locker room. He's gearing up. He knows he has to be a lot better than he was tonight as a floor general, as a shooter, um, but he's ready for his moment, but it's not going to matter if his backup is Landry Shamit. Like, you don't have a backup point card right now, so that's looking a little dicey. Uh, I have found the positive. I'm now in the boat of sign as many 10-day contracts as possible because it costs Robert Sarver money, and I'm <laughs> in on that. Let's cost him as much as possible before he hands it over to Ishmael. Listen, what, however you got over to this side... Of the fans, I don't care as long as you're on my side. I don't care who it is. Just sign him, release him, and sign the next guy. Bobby in the chat agrees to us. Bobby sent us a super chat, said, Hello, guys and miss. How are y'all doing? Sorry about son's loss. Maybe bring somebody back that can contribute. Gerald, See? You, you got, Maybe? You got Maybe. 48 minutes in Why you? Why not? Gerald, do you have 12 minutes in, minutes in you? We really only need a few. I got like five minutes in me, and then I'm gonna need a. We'll I'm take gonna it. Need a sub. <laughs> we'll take it. Was there I'm anything else anything. tonight, Gerald, that stood out to you from talking with Monty or the players? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is that obviously the fan base is frustrated right now. But I would like to remind everybody before you go bashing every single player on this team, like they care a lot more than you do. They are very down about it. And Mikael Bridges said it said it best. It's good that we're frustrated. It means that we care. Um, they're trying, man. They really they really are. They held this team to 104 points. They held the last team to 90, and they still just can't make shots. They don't have enough offensive juice. They Like, Mikhail is just off or fatigued or whatever you want to call it. Like, they, they are trying. I know that we have been hard on DA. We've been hard on Mikhail. We've been hard on everybody on this roster, um, and that doesn't make anybody feel better about being 500, but – they are scratching and clawing their way into these games. Hopefully they get the breakthrough soon so that all that effort can kind of be validated and maybe you can snowball that into a little mini streak. But it is really not going to be easy with their upcoming schedule. 
Well, thank you so much, Gerald. We appreciate you checking in with us. All of you here live with us, thank you for joining us for the post-game show. If you're listening, wherever you get your podcast, thank you for joining us. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review because it helps us a lot. We will see you guys on Sunday. The Suns are back in action, taking on the Cavs. We'll have a pregame show for you at 5.30 p.m., so plan to come hang out with us then. And then, of course, we'll have a post-game show after that game wraps up as well. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Hey, don't feel too bad. You could be frantically scrolls to the bottom of the standings. Uh, the Houston Rockets. Holy, <laughs> holy. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX though, Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball, we here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me, I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G, no plan B, always on the job.